While we have good hotels and we have good operations going on, we don't have that conference hotel that's here that can provide the amenities that we need to the host conferences and host the large events that some of our companies in town need. So we're just examining and looking at the possibility of providing a hotel. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the City Manager Minute, the official podcast for the city of Beaumont. I'm Paige Reed with the city's communications department, and today I am joined by our city manager, Kenneth Williams. How are you doing this morning? Doing great, Paige. How are you? You know, I'm doing pretty well. So I want to go ahead and get right into it. There have been a lot of questions in the media as to why the city's getting into the hotel business. First of all, I'd just like to say uh, welcome, everybody, once again to our podcast, and I've really enjoyed this process. So, uh, uh, we look forward to providing information to our citizens, and, and we're looking for any feedback you might have. To answer your question, the, the city's not really getting into the hotel business. Uh, what we want to do is economic development. A hotel ju- is just a part of that comprehensive plan to spur economic development in Beaumont, in particular downtown. Hotels are a great item. It's something that's needed here in in town. While we have good hotels and we have good operations going on, we don't have that conference hotel that's here that can provide the amenities that we need to the host conferences and host the large events that some of our companies in town need. So we're just examining and looking at the possibility of providing a hotel. So tell me a little bit about hot tax. I know that's something we generate from visitors. So tell me about that. Hot tax is a, ta- a tax that travelers pay, people who stay in hotels. It's not a tax that's paid by local people unless they actually stay in our hotel. So it's paid by people who come into town to stay in our hotel. It's something that's assessed by the uh, state of Texas, uh, and cities get to pay and collect that, that hot tax. A portion of it goes to the city. We get a portion of the hot tax and the state gets a portion of the hot tax. Uh, So it's uh, a good way for us to produce revenues and provide the infrastructure that's needed for hotels and the like when people come to visit. But basically, it's not assessed on our local citizens. So wait, hotel revenue actually saves us money. Yes. Yes. Well, again, because one, our local people don't pay that tax. So it provides us a revenue source that we can use here that's not directly out of the pockets of our people here. But it does save us money in that perspective. So hot tax revenue, part of that goes to our CVB, right? What is exactly a CVB? A CVB is a Convention and Visitors Bureau. It's a vehicle, if you will, that works with our hot tax dollars and disseminates that those dollars. They're the main vehicle that promotes the, the city. They also um, they go out and they work with other entities around town and disseminate the dollars that they collect through sales tax to help with the promotion of Beaumont, whether it's nonprofits or someone who's out doing activities or bringing events to town that will put people in hotel beds. The, the big thing with hot taxes uh, and convention and bureau, it has to be an event that puts people in our hotels. And those dollars are strictly for use for those type of activities. If it doesn't put someone in a hotel bed, 
the dollars can't be used for that. So Convention and Visitors Bureau, they do, they put on events or they promote events or try to find events that's going to put people in our hotels. So having a convention center hotel will help them bring in more money. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It could bring in uh, a lot of dollars in this particular case. If we're looking at uh, the one with, that we're uh, evaluating, it can bring in up to $44 million over several decades. So a lot of dollars could be involved in this. And also, um, we've uh, done some legislation, House bill that's passed recently, that's going to allow us to get a reimbursement of hot state hot tax dollars back to the city of Beaumont. So we're looking at sources of revenue for this, but hot taxes is the big revenue producer. Do other cities do anything like this? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Convention and uh, visitors bureaus and hotels are a big deal. Uh, when I lived over in Central Texas, San Marcos was one of the ideal uh, examples of this. They did a joint public-private partnership to build an embassy suites there, and now it's one of the uh, preeminent uh, convention locations in the state of Texas, especially when conventions want to get outside of the typical Houston, Dallas, San Antonio cycle, and they want to get into mid-sized communities like uh, San Marcos or Beaumont. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a great, great thing. There are a lot of examples. You know, when I was researching this, I did find that the Dallas Regional Chamber um, just did a study and five of the most recent conventions built contributed nearly $300 million in economic impact for cities in North Texas. Do you have any other examples of things that you and council have recently looked at? Yes, uh, myself and several council members, we went over to Baytown and visited their project. They have a high regency there. And it was a public-private partnership, one with the city of Baytown and, and a private uh, investor. And it was a really nice project. But not only Baytown, but also Abilene's doing the same thing. The city of Abilene is partnering uh, to build a, a hotel there. It just completed, matter of fact, in the city of Conroe. So you have cities, in particular cities in the similar size of Beaumont, that are actively doing this now because we have to get out and actually promote our cities. Uh, no one's going to do it for you, so we have to go out and play that role, too. What is the difference between a convention center and the civic center? Is what we have not good enough? Typically, the space is the layout. You know, uh, civic centers are more for local events. Convention centers are are larger spaces uh, where you have more breakout rooms and for more activity, for more simultaneous activity. You can have a convention going on, but you could also have some other things happening at the same time. While we have a civic center, you know, it's beginning to be dated and it's not built for a convention type activity anymore. But what we like to do, we like to continue to improve it. We, there are some things that need improvement on our civic center and use it in conjunction with the convention center hotel. And that way it expands our capabilities as a city to host things and put, and put on activities, two activities at once, et cetera, convention at the same time, which brings in more revenue to the city. So we're not replacing the civic center, right? No, we're not uh, proposing to replace the Civic Center. We just want to enhance what we already have. 
you know, we're looking at the Civic Center for some improvements as we speak. We're looking at doing some things to uh, improve the restroom situation, and improve the concession stands, et cetera. So what we want to do is enhance the Civic Center and continue to use it in conjunction with the convention center that gives us more capacity to hold events as we go along. So is there a location that you guys are looking at? Would this be near the current Civic Center? Oh, where we're currently looking at it is adjacent to the Civic Center. We would like this to be a project that would use the Civic Center as a part of the project. You know, we would build a hotel convention center next door. There would be a connecting facility, maybe even a walkway that connects directly to it that people could interact between the two buildings for conventions. So the media has been questioning the cost to residents. What would you say to that? Well, again, as I mentioned earlier, I talked about high tax and high where it comes from. And those dollars and taxes come from people who don't live in Beaumont. So that, those dollars will come from visitors coming to town. So you're talking about millions of dollars a year that's generated through the hot tax through people that are not living in our community. But for us, the cost, you know, we, we're doing an assessment. We're doing a feasibility study to see if it's going to be feasible for the city of Beaumont. Uh, if it's not feasible and the reports don't come back right, the city won't be doing it. But there will be input from the public. We'll be having uh, charrettes. We'll be having opportunities for the public to come in to speak. And I encourage you to come in to speak because we need that feedback. We need that input. And if you are in favor of it, we need to know what you'd like to see in such a facility and what's happening there and what's downtown. No, downtown is a focus for us, and this is basically to enhance a downtown. While it enhances the city, we've got to have a comprehensive outlook and improving downtown for sure. But as far as the cost to the residents, if, if the city does decide to do this, uh, if the city's going to invest dollars into it, we would put it on the ballot. We would have voters vote to see if there's something they want the city to participate in. Uh, we're not just looking at city councils, not just looking at issuing these dollars and getting to the project. But as, as of right now, it's planned as a ballot initiative where the citizens would vote to see if it's something the city would participate. What would you say to those that say the city should just focus on in infrastructure? Well, we do. Uh, we do. The uh, city pours millions of, millions of dollars in infrastructure every year. Our existing budgets, there are millions of dollars for uh, to put into our wastewater system. There are millions of dollars to put into our water system. Uh, we just appropriated about eight, eight, nine million dollars for uh, street rehabilitation. And that's not for major construction. That's just maintenance. So the city already puts millions of dollars into infrastructure. You know, infrastructure is the base foundation of our city, and we have to, we must keep up with the infrastructure. And if you look at the investment the city has done over the years, there's, again, there's been a, a ton of dollars, but not only the city, but even textile, they're out, out putting dollars in infrastructure, rebuilding I-10. So infrastructure is the foundation. Hotels, what we're looking at is economic development. They go hand in hand. You know, economic development done properly provides more money for infrastructure. And so that's our goal is to enhance what we have here to provide more dollars that we can put into infrastructure. So basically, we can walk and talk at the same time. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. These things can happen and they're meant to happen concurrently. They're meant to happen at the same time. You just can't get into one phase of government and providing government. Nowadays, economic development, hotel projects, that's an essential part of government. It's more so than us providing the basic things of streets and, and roads and water. Uh, if you're going to be competitive, if you're going to be a, a great city, if you're going to be a national and international city, you've got, you have to get involved and have a competent economic development program. Where is the city at in the downtown development process right now? Uh, good question. Uh, downtown development, again, it's uh, as we speak, we're finalizing a strategic plan. And a big part of that strategic plan is downtown development, as identified by the city council. Uh, we are uh, uh, in the middle of, of having a downtown plan developed. There's been a uh, committee appointed of local citizens or local property owners that have interest in a downtown area, and they've had several meetings, and we uh, now have a drought downtown plan. So it's not that just, we're just out saying we're doing these things. It's something that's been developed through a process. It's been developed through feedback from, from a committee and with the hiring of a consultant, and they're coming up with a drought plan. Uh, the hotel's just one part of it, of, of that comprehensive plan again. We're looking at some other things in the downtown area that's, that's pretty ambitious for Beaumont, I would say. It's pretty common for other cities. It's for Beaumont, so we will be having those discussions around town here pretty soon. We'll be looking for feedback on that, but we just want to do some great things for, for, for Beaumont. We want to make uh, continue to make it a great city and add to what we already have. So in terms of phases, I know we've completed phase one. That was just a general market study. Um, we're currently in phase two, um, which should be complete in the next three months or so and includes more details into the plan and will solicit feedback from residents. If council moves forward with phase three, what would that look like? Okay, and you're referring to phases of the hotel project. Phase one, we came in and we and uh, we were working with the firm, Garfield and Associates, and they're doing a feasibility study which gives us the basic information to see if it's uh, something worth proceeding with. Uh, we've gotten that information, and council, the council has decided to go to phase two, which will provide us more in-depth information. It will provide us with some preliminary cost estimates, uh, provide us with what it, the project would look like, it will provide it with renderings. It would be more descriptive of the hotel you know how many rooms would we need in there you know what size of a conference center would be needed so it's going to be uh provide more detail in that phase two and then uh, based upon that information city council will decide to whether or not to proceed with phase three how would all this be funded again it'll be funded to one Hot tax, a reimbursement, again, with a bill we got from the state of, uh, we, we got passed with the state of Texas. Not a bill, but it's now law that we can do it in Beaumont in that area. Uh, but also, if council uh, decides to go forward with it, it would be something that's put on the ballot and, and voters would decide whether to issue debt for the project. Uh, so there would be that. But then, too, the city would have other dollars available, such, such as sales tax to use. But what we want is the feedback 
from the voters to see if they want to participate in the project. So how will this project play into the bigger plan for downtown? Oh, it would be very important to downtown. It it would be the first really big piece of the puzzle. You know, it's going to be that initial spark, the uh, economic driver. Uh, The riverfront is is a priority, you know, and looking at our strategic plan, that's one of the things that the city council identified as a priority. One was a hotel, two was the development of the riverfront, and this would be located along the riverfront. So we're killing two birds with one stone, basically. We're enhancing the riverfront development, but we're also enhancing downtown. You know, it's providing a place for people to come when they come to town. They have a, this would be a full-service hotel. You know, it provides everything someone would want, a full meals, dinner, room service, et cetera. So it gives us something that we need. It fills a market that we certainly need here. But uh, as far as downtown goes, big piece of the puzzle. This all sounds really exciting. It's very exciting. It's very exciting, you know, but it's something that cities all over the country participate in. So we don't want people to think it's something that's unusual. Uh, we just want to be able to be competitive. We want to our city to uh, stand out with the with the Abilene's of the world, or but even more than that, even the larger cities, because conventions uh, they they want to get outside of those areas. We want to be there where Beaumont has the resources in place uh, to where we can host first class conventions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everyone's ready for Beaumont to stand out. Is there anything else you'd like to add or anything you want the citizens to know? Well, just that, you know, we're talking about the hotel and convention center today, which is a very key part. But overall, economic development is very important to to the development of our city. You know, we've had some stagnation in population, et cetera, over the years. uh, But we're still a very vibrant and, and healthy city. So we've got to do some things. We have to put some things in place to stimulate that growth. We got we have to put some things in place to uh, make sure that we are a destination for for people around the state. We're very fortunate here in Beaumont to have the resources we have. I mean, as I've said before, most cities would would really want to have the resources we have, as such as a a river running through it. A port, seaport here, an uh, interstate highway coming through it. You know, we sit at the base of the lakes, Texas, East Texas Lake Country. You know, so we, we have a lot of things going for us. And we sh- should take advantage of that economically. We need to put those things in place that's going to uh, drive our economy to greater heights. So that's our goal. We just want to put us in a place that makes it attractive to make Beaumont a destination. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, Mr. Williams, for joining us today. But thank you, Paige, as usual. I look forward to uh, talking with you again. And thank you for joining us again. Stay tuned next time when we talk about budgeting for fiscal year 2024, what that means for the city and for the citizens. You can always stay up to date by following the city of Beaumont on social media or checking out our new website, beaumonttexas.gov. See y'all later.